Now, what if I told you that there is an EV company in Europe that is currently outselling Tesla in certain areas? Now, what if I told you that this specific company is being taken public through a SPAC and that guess what? The stock is still trading in the $10 range with very limited downside. So the stock that we're gonna be looking into today is GGPI. And on Thursday, I took a position at $10.37, which gives me less than a 4% downside risk if the stock was to fall to NAV, net asset value. So before we get into the video, I'd love to ask you to smash that like button for me. And of course, I just wanna say thank you for subscribing. We just recently hit 5,000 subscribers, which is a very big milestone for me. And so from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. And without further ado, let's finagle this bagel. So Polestar is the electric car maker company that we're gonna be talking about today, and it's gonna be taken public by GGPI. So let's talk about Polestar, because there's a lot of interesting things going on here, and a few details of ownership which make it slightly a bit complex to understand. So Polestar is an electric car maker that is controlled by Group Geely. Now to be honest, I really have no idea how to pronounce that. So Group Geely is a Chinese holding group that's responsible for the production of performance vehicles for Volvo in Sweden. So on top of being indirectly linked to Volvo by the group Geely, Polestar actually also makes its own vehicles. So to give you an idea of what's going on, let's take a look at what has historically happened with Volvo and its involvement with Polestar. So back in 2015, Volvo Cars acquired Polestar and kept Polestar's car racing department, but it got changed under a different name, Polestar Cyan Racing. Then in June 2017, Volvo announced that Polestar would begin producing high-end EV performance cars. In 2017, Volvo also said that Polestar would also take on the function of being an innovation lab for Volvo cars, aka developing and designing technologies of a more experimental nature, or in other words, looking into EV cars. Since that day, Polestar has been developing electric performance vehicles and offers performance hardware upgrades and engine software optimizations for Volvo models. And in terms of production, Polestar has factories in China to make the vehicles at Geely's headquarters, from my understanding, in order to produce these EVs. And they also have a headquarters back in Sweden with Volvo. So I know it's a bit confusing, but let's take a second to talk about the merger and the potential of what this company can do in comparison to Tesla, CCIV, NEO, and other. So if the merger between Polestar and Goals Guggenheim goes through in the next few months, this transaction is probably going to value the company at a market cap of around $25 billion. Although let's be clear at the moment, no deal has been reached and the terms of this deal could change by the time the merger goes through. At the moment, there is a lot of speculation, which might possibly be the reason why GGPI stock has not gone up so much yet. So now without further ado, let's take a look at their product. Polestar is currently manufacturing two vehicles. First one is the hybrid Polestar 1, which is available at a price of $150,000. And then we have the all electric Polestar 2, which begins at a retail price of $59,900, which has a distance of around 260 miles. The Polestar 2 has been in production for already over a year now, started back in March 2020, great timing, in Geely's plant located in China. Then towards the end of 2020, back in September, Polestar announced that they were going to bring a new car to the table called the Polestar Precept. 
which would be going into production by 2023. And this car is going to be a Tesla Model S competitor. So I'm just gonna sum up their vehicles into very simple categories. We have the Polestar 1, hybrid model, already commercialized. Then we have the Polestar 2, which is 100% electric, comes into two models, single motor and dual motor. The Polestar 2 started production last March. For the full year of 2020, the Polestar 2 sold 8,746 times in Europe. Very impressive. And in 2021, just from January all the way to June, so half the year, in half the year they sold 7,024 vehicles just for half of the year. So the amount of vehicles that they sold almost doubled if we are to project this for another six months. Then we have two more models, which is the Polestar 3. The Polestar 3 is an SUV that will be built in the United States. That's going to be at a future date and will probably be built in South Carolina in a plant that is owned by Volvo cars. And finally, we have the vehicle that I just spoke about, and that's the Polestar Precept, which is going to be the Tesla Model S competitor. Interestingly enough, this vehicle is set to be built using recycled bottles. Now, we don't know a lot about this vehicle yet, except that it's going to have a large battery pack, giving them a competitive driving range, probably something around 400 miles minimum. So without further ado, how does Polestar compare to Lucid? Lucid is gonna be brought public through a spec. Same thing with Polestar. Now, I'm not saying this to hate on Lucid, but Polestar is way ahead of Lucid in terms of vehicle sales, in terms of vehicle production. They've already sold a lot of vehicles in 2020 and their production is on fire in 2021. Now, I'm gonna talk more about this later, but considering to me the fact that we're near the $10 net asset value of the SPAC, if I had to choose at the moment between buying CCIV stock and GGPI, I would choose GGPI any day. I'd say that if we look at Polestar's 2020 income statement, they're way ahead of Lucid. I'm not hating on Lucid, but I'm just saying it's a lot better. Income for 2020 was $645 million, which comes down to a 600% increase from the 2019 fiscal year. That's nuts. And as I was saying previously, the company is going to be valued at $25 billion if this merger is to go through, which means that the company can be valued at approximately 38 times 2020 income. But as you may recall, they sold nearly the same amount of vehicles in the first six months of 2021 versus the full year of 2020, which means that this year's sales may very possibly be on the way to doubling. If 2021 sales double, that means that their price to sales is going to be in the range of 19, which is very, very cheap for a growth company that has such massive backing like Polestar. This is nuts. And just for reference, Tesla is currently trading at a 20x price to sales ratio for their 2020 sales. Then on the flip side, once again, not to hate on CCIV, hashtag don't sue me bro, CCIV is currently valued at $40 billion and they don't have a single car produced. Then you got Polestar that sold over 10,000 electric vehicle cars and is going to be valued $25 billion. So you're seeing what I'm talking about. There's a significant difference here in valuation and there's a gap that could be filled where Polestar can see significant multiple expansion. Polestar in fact uses a specific type of cobalt, which is a lot less polluting for the environment. So as I mentioned, Volvo managed to attain their goals by a very wide margin. And this is something that's gonna fit within their strategy for the upcoming years, which is to launch a fully electric EV vehicle every single year with the goal of eventually reaching 50% of their global sales to be EV cars by 2025, with the rest of their vehicle sales being hybrids. 
By 2030, Volvo hopes to become an all-electric vehicle company. Either way, this is bullish for Polestar because of this partnership. So before we hop on to the conclusion, I want to point to Polestar, interestingly enough, actually has a partnership with ChargePoint. Now, by the way, ChargePoint is one of my investments. I bought the stock at $20 and I recently made a video about it like two weeks ago. In any case, this partnership brings seamless charging to the consumer where the consumer can have the in-car app that's gonna let Polestar 2 owners plug in their vehicles in ChargePoint charging stations and they can get billed immediately, which at the end of the day is much more convenient to the consumer. So in conclusion, what we have here is an EV car maker that has massive backing from Group Geely and Volvo itself. They already have sales. They're pretty much on track to double their sales in 2021. The company is currently at a lesser valuation than its counterpart Lucid. We also have expansion into the US market that's going to be coming soon. And this expansion to produce their SUV is going to be within Volvo's current facility. And then of course we have the global EV market, which is projected to almost 5x in the next eight years. And finally, to me, the main point is that the stock is currently trading near NAV, meaning that the ultimate downside at this moment that I'm recording the video is less than 4%. Combine all of these things, and if you look at where CCIV is currently trading at, I don't see why this stock could not potentially gain a very similar traction to what CCIV had. So that's it for me. I hope that you enjoyed this video and that you found some value into it. And if you did, please take a second to smash that like button for me. I'm going to see you in the next one. Oh, and of course, hashtag don't sue me, bro.